0: Newtown Radioactive, number 91, for Monday, February 19th, 2018. On this episode of Newtown Radioactive, I catch a bad break in the new year, spend some time exploring the post-apocalyptic wilderness of Horizon Zero Dawn, and prepare for the crime of the week with Blades in the Dark. Welcome to Nuketown Radioactive. I'm your host, Ken Newquist, and I am new and improved. That's right, folks. I'm part bionic now. I have additional hardware in my foot where no hardware existed before. And all of this is because, well, rather than podcasting for the last two months, I've been healing from a broken ankle. I broke it back in December on December 30th, just as Christmas vacation was winding down. And, uh, well, it's pretty much Ended my entire winter. So, how did I do it, you ask? Well, you know, it was a snowy day. It was, uh, there was some, like, you know, it was a, a kind of classic December day, right? Light snow falling. I was going to visit a friend of mine from high school, and I had just cleaned off my Jeep, and I had run back into the house for something that I don't even know what it was. And I come back out, and I slip on snow covered ice, and I go down. And I knew exactly what I did when I fell. I I heard the distinctive sound that those of you who have broken bones will probably have heard this sound. But let's just say it's not something you're going to mistake for something else. And I went down, and I knew in an instant, as I was yelling, as I was falling, I knew that I had broken my ankle. I knew that it wasn't just dislocated. And uh, laying there on the ground, I kind of moved my foot a little bit and realized... Yeah, that that's an angle that really isn't natural. Now, thankfully, it, it didn't hurt a lot. I guess I got lucky in that regard in that – How I broke my ankle, I didn't impinge on any nerves, I didn't tear any tendons, I just kind of went down like a ton of bricks, and although it hurt if I moved my foot to the left and to the right, I, well, I didn't, I didn't do that, right? So I stayed immobilized, we called an ambulance, they loaded me in, um, I went to the, to the hospital. When I was there, they did an x-ray, they told me, yeah, you broke it in two places, and oh, you've dislocated it too, and oh, we're gonna have to knock you out to put it back where it's supposed to be. So, I got a splint that day, I came home. And uh, a couple days later, I went to the orthopedic surgeon and learned that I was going to need to have surgery to put Humpty Dumpty back together again. And, you know, uh, what, two months later almost, I've got... uh some new hardware in my foot where no hardware existed before. Uh, a cast has come and gone. I'm currently in a boot that has lots of straps that holds everything in place. I have to say the boot is so much better than the cast. A cast, you obviously, you can't take off if you get frustrated with it or you, know, you need to scratch an itch or what have you. The boot, thankfully, I can take off. I can bend my foot. Um, I can put weight on my foot. So it has been a very very long winter but thankfully i'm i'm getting closer to the end i have an appointment in about 2 weeks where i'll be going back to the doctor they'll do another x-ray they'll tell me where i'm at maybe i need more time in the boot maybe i need physical therapy maybe all the above but one way or another i am closer to the end than i was to the beginning it's been a difficult time not so much because of the pain i mean there was some of that early on but it's hard to go from being really active to being really inactive uh, before I broke my ankle, you know, I was, I was running, I did a 5k back in the fall, I would go to the gym pretty regularly, and then to, to do that, to be walking to work every day, I mean, I was walking like six miles a day, to do all of that, and then to be sitting on my butt for two months was really, really hard. I've been mostly working at home, because I can't drive, which, <laughs> if you're going to break your ankle, folks, break the left one so you can still continue to use your right one for the gas and brake pedals. On the plus side, because I've been working at home, I've actually been pretty productive. I've gotten a lot of work done. I'm back in the office most days now, but even then, my schedule's not quite as heavy as it was before I broke my ankle, simply because I, I can't get from point A to point B without somebody driving me somewhere. I've also had the opportunity to kind of just... uh relax some, especially immediately after I broke my ankle, I ended up playing a lot of video games, reading a lot of comic books, reading a lot of books, and, you know, the forced downtime, I suppose, was good for me. I wish it hadn't come at the cost of (laughs) breaking my ankle, but, you know, it was good to actually relax some. I just wish that I didn't have to be in a cast while I was doing it. So hopefully in a couple of weeks, sometime in March, I'll be walking without crutches, I doubt that I'll be running anytime soon, but I think swimming is going to be a good option. And and honestly, just being able to get back to the gym and, and working out, I mean, I'll do whatever the physical therapist tells me I should do. And I'm looking forward to being able to just be able to move around on my own power, walk to work, heck drive to work. But I think the thing I'm missing most is just the activity, the, the idea that, I haven't been able to go to the gym and I really, 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 really want to. And as I was mentioning, you know, earlier in the, in fall of last year, that's not a thing that you would have said about me before that I was really an active person who really liked to exercise. Now I'm really hungry for it. I cannot wait to get back to it. And I have to say that the best thing I did to prepare for the unexpected was to get fit. Now, I mean, no one is going to go out and look to break their ankle. I hope not. But getting fit was really the the best way to prepare for the unexpected. I mean, you never know when an injury is going to happen. You could trip and break your wrist tomorrow. But by working out, I found that I was able to develop the strength, endurance, and balance I needed to be able to get around the house when I'm only on one foot. And I mean, I'm not by any means like Superman here. I'm not buff or, or what have you, but I was able to build up enough strength to be able to leverage myself up and down the stairs, to be able to have enough balance to be able to pick something up without falling over to be able to sit on the sofa without having muscle spasms (laughs) because I've been on the sofa for the last two weeks. These are all things that were really made possible by the fact that I had spent so much time just exercising. And it's the sort of thing that I really recommend that everyone does while they're still healthy because honestly, you have no idea. You don't know when you might walk out your front door and the next thing you know, you're lying in the street with a broken ankle what the hell is this the wonderful billy flynn just some podcast that's supposed to be geeky podcasting's rich Sigfrid. did you try it i'm not gonna try it you try it screw that noise i'm not gonna try it hey flynnstress let's get mikey do you mean critically acclaimed comedy rock star mikey mason who hosts the beer power time machine podcast yeah but he won't listen he hates everything hi i'm critically acclaimed comedy rock star mikey mason I don't often listen to podcasts, but when I do, make mine Geek Radio Daily. Hey, hey, man, that's a different promo. Between love and madness lies Geek Radio Daily. That's kind of accurate. There are some things money can't buy. GRD is free online. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Geek Radio Daily. Eh, we'll take it. Geek Radio Daily. All the geek without the weight. GeekRadioDaily.com as I mentioned, the upside to breaking my ankle was I suddenly had a lot of time to do the things that I haven't had a lot of time to do. And one of those things was playing video games. So I played the heck out of Horizon Zero Dawn, which is an excellent open world RPG in which you take on the role of um, Aloy, a young woman who's been cast out from her tribe into a world filled with menacing mechanical beasts. It scratches the hunting itch that you didn't even know you had. And I have to say, as someone who was stuck on his sofa for weeks on end, it was very satisfying to be able to take on the role of a of a character who was wandering through these amazing sort of Colorado esque vistas with snow all around and strange and wonderful beasts and uh, you know amazing sight lines and cool adventures and like nice technology and oh, like a really compelling story too. It was really good. And uh, it was definitely a great way to pass the time when I was stranded with a broken ankle. The uh, the other game I was playing is actually a role playing game, a pen and paper role playing game called Blades in the Dark. It's a new RPG from Evil Hat, in which you're part of a crew of thieves living in a gloomy urban city haunted by ghosts and protected by demons, uh, protected from demons by a giant lightning wall. I got it for Christmas after hearing about it on a couple of podcasts, and uh, some of my online friends had started playing it, and uh, so I got it for Christmas, and I actually started playing it in January, and that's all thanks to my broken ankle. So <laughs> I'm playing it in an online game. It's very interesting. I've got a, a post up on it, a game day post up on it on Nuketown, which I won't rehash here, but it, it's very cool because what it does is it really changes up the standard role-playing game uh, narrative. So basically normally in a role-playing game, you're playing Dungeons and Dragons or you know Delta Green or or what have you, most of the time you're starting off and you're thinking about what the adventure is going to be. And if you're going to do something like a heist, which all these adventures are based around, you're going to stop, think about what the heist is going to look like. You're going to do some reconnaissance. You're going to get some equipment. Like you build it methodically, right? Like you get to the point where you have the plan, you execute the plan. It probably all goes south. But the point is, is you had a plan. Blades in the Dark doesn't work that way. Blades in the Bar Dark says, I'm going to start off with the idea of this job that I need to get done. And this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a social attack. I'm going to be sneaky. I'm going to bluff my way in, what have you. Right. And then you pick out some gear, but you don't actually have to pick the specifics of the gear. You're figuring how much gear you're going to take with you. So in terms of the general loadout and then boom, you're in the middle of the action. And what happens is, is that as soon as you hit kind of a decision point or a challenge in the game, there's a flashback mechanic that takes you back to where that planning actually happened, right? So if you find yourself up against a, you know, cast iron vault and you don't know how to get into it. Well, that's okay because before the heist began, it turns out that you researched this particular vault and oh, that gear that you brought with you, it just so happens to have the right thing that you need to open up the vault or you failed in that previous (laughs) attempt at learning information. And maybe that has consequences of its own, but it's, it's very cool. It's an interesting narrative. It's hard because we're not used to it. I think none of the people in our group are, are particularly familiar with this approach and, I'm just really excited to be playing it. Uh, It is one of the positive side effects of breaking my ankle. Originally, I would have been skiing with my family. But instead, hey, I got to play Blades in the Dark online. That'll about do it for this episode of Nuketown Radioactive. As always, your comments are welcome. You can send them to us at nuketown at gmail.com. Or you can stop by the website and post a comment on this podcast itself at www.nuketown.com.